0: Hey, friends, great to hang out with you here on this episode of the Church Tips Podcast. And I'm uh, blessed today to have my friend Jeff Deal from the great state of Minnesota. Jeff, say hi to everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? Great to be here. Thanks, Dick. Jeff is on the faculty at uh, North Central University, uh, and he uh, acclaimed to fame from the past. He was a former lead singer with uh, the great band uh, Sonic Flood back in the day and uh, we're just honored to have him here as part of the team here uh, with Leaders.Church and Church University. Over the last number of months, uh, we've gotten acquainted almost the last year, but uh, since the, uh, I think it was October, September, October, we connected up and um, uh, began the creation of what is turning out to be the Worship Leadership Track, course in Church University. And we'll be releasing that here uh, in the next number of days. So you wanna stay tuned to that. Uh, Along the way, uh, we've created two lead magnets that are uh, designed to be PDFs for you as a worship leader or as a lead pastor. And the first is the Worship Leader's Guide uh, to Navigating Generational and Cultural Gaps. And the second is the Worship Pastor's Guide to Honoring the Lead Pastor. And I think you would find both of these, uh, whether you're a worship leader or a lead pastor, staff pastor, to be very, very helpful. So, um, uh, and we'll talk about that here at the end because it'll be in the show notes as we're um, heading along the way. Today, we want to talk about a subject that, (laughs) you know, we'd all like to kind of get away from, but the reality is in ministry, when you're dealing with people, there are times you got to have tough conversations. Uh, Navigating... um, Tough worship conversations. So whether that's lead pastor to worship leader, worship leader to worship um, uh, singers, band, uh, production, there are times you have to have those conversations. So, Jeff, uh, give us a little jump start. You've been around the block a day or two. You've had those conversations What are some things we need to be thinking about in those conversations? Well,
1: first of all, is we don't want to run from, you know, I mean, that's the natural tendency, right? To Put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. I mean, I get it. I struggle with it, too, sometimes. I've been around enough to know that I shouldn't do that, and I I really can't do that, but it's still the natural tendency is to try to put these things off. So, I mean, because nobody wants to get that text message, right? Like, Hey, can we chat? You know? <laughs> and you're like, Oh no, am I in trouble? You know, what did I do I <laughs> exactly, exactly. But these are very important conversations. And I'm telling you, you're going to do yourself a disservice by letting them linger, uh, not, ta- not dealing with them soon enough. And so you need to jump into it and
0: because, because you
1: love the people
0: around you, you do want to
1: have these conversations.
0: Yeah, yeah, you really do, really do, and you know um, these people are so valuable to uh, the entire scope of the church. It's not just that window on Sunday morning, but it's the entirety of the ministry. And so, handling these property properly is absolutely critical. How do you, in, in, when you go into these, how do you deal with a, a team member who doesn't respect? your leadership. Yeah, it's
1: tough because that can happen. Uh, Sometimes it it happens in public, you know, maybe at the rehearsal or something like that. You know, you'll you'll come up with an idea. You say, hey, team, we're going to do this. And then they kind of push back in public or they kind of laugh or they smirk or those types of things. And, you know, depending on the seriousness of it, maybe it's something you don't have to worry about. But if it continually keeps happening, that type of thing, you know, you've got to have that conversation. Now, we all know what happens so often when you have that conversation. You might go to that person. You've you've sent them that text message and said, Hey, we need to get together. And so we finally found the time and the date to do it. And we get together and we have a little bit of chit chat beforehand. And then finally we get to that moment and you say, well, it feels like you are disrespecting my leadership, or it feels like you're always pushing back those types of things. And they look at you and go, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, oh, what do you mean? Like I, I respect, you know. So there's always that challenge, and and so at that point, obviously you have to talk about it some more. And say, well, this is my impression, you know, and and I want I want to help walk through this because I don't want us to have any difficulties. So you know, it is challenging. Part of it, like I said, is just getting the date scheduled and getting a time to talk with them and, and a time yeah. that works for them and a time that works for, for me and all that stuff. So, uh, but I encourage you, it will be well worth it and they will respect you more for having that conversation than kind of, uh, you know, trying to bypass it.
0: Well, my experience on those kind of conversations is uh, as painful as they are to go into, you are glad to be on the other side of the conversation. Yes. Even if it doesn't go all that great. Yep. But you, you've, you've stepped into it and that's a role of leadership. Yes. You've got to step into it. Now let's, let's uh, spin this just, uh, or turn it just a piece. That's between uh, the lead pastor and the worship leader or the, the worship leader and a team member. What about conflicts, conversations between team members? Yeah. That, there's there's a bump there. Um, what do you do with that?
1: Yeah, um, like when you know when you have two team members that need to talk or they have a confrontation yeah. they
0: yeah. they're they're going like this and they're on your team exactly and one of them what normally
1: happens is it goes like this right dick uh somebody will come to you and say hey i just want you to know like so and so is really just like really hurting my feelings or they're really getting on my nerves or they just said this and they did this and they did this my very first thing that i always ask and this is really based on Matthew 18, right? I always ask them, have you talked to them? Because <laughs> I don't really want you. Now I'm 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 here to help and all that stuff. And if you come to me, that's fine because I do want to support you. But I don't really, I'm still going to end up sending you back to that person saying, hey, listen, I need you to talk to them, not talk about them, but talk to them. And it's that thing, again, it might be uncomfortable. But I I always encourage that team member to say, look, I want encourage you to set up a time, you know, just or grab them after rehearsal and say, hey, can we just talk for a couple minutes, you know, and not make too big of a deal about it, but to actually talk about it. Now, if that meeting doesn't go well, then that's when I would get engaged. And that person would come back to me and say, hey, I tried, they blew me off, they were angry, whatever. Then I would say, hey, I would probably want to go talk to that person at a time where the three of us could talk. But it's really pointless to do that before those two people talk. It's so
0: important Uh, to do that. You you referenced Matthew 18. That is is the model of Matthew 18, just what you described. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I didn't tell you this beforehand. Uh, Back in the day, we had a, a pretty successful high school basketball team. And we played a team up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And the coach told us their two stars did not like each other. (laughs) Okay. So you're a worship team. You're a worship leader. And you've got this team. A team has to pull together. Yes. Here's what he had us do. He had us prevent the other three, five players on the team. The other three players, we would not let them have the ball defensively. (laughs) So the two that did not like each other had to pass the ball to each other. And of course it just was disastrous. Why? Because those two couldn't get along. You cannot afford, I'm just telling you, worship yep, leader, that's right. pastor, you cannot afford to have players on your team that aren't getting along with each other. Yeah. So doing exactly what Jeff said to do, exactly what Matthew 18 says to do is yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah. You
1: know, let me say um, one more thing about that, Dick, too, is just encouraging those two people individually to remember that they are not, each other's not the enemy, right? We know the Bible tells us that we don't war with flesh and blood, right? right? Ephesians 6. So, They're not the enemy, even if they're being mean. It's like, hey, I want to develop compassion. If someone's being mean to me, we say this around our house, a lot of people do, you know, hurting people hurt people, right? So it allows me to have compassion for someone who might be biting at me or saying mean things to me, and I can go to them and say, hey, hey, can I pray for you? Or I want to be praying for you, that type of thing.
0: So it'll help. Yeah, that's good. Uh, How do you do with removing someone? Uh, from the team in a godly way. I mean, you know, it probably feels like a last resort, but there sometimes can happen. How do you do that?
1: Yeah, this is so crucial, Dick. I mean, I really think we do this wrong a lot because there's this feeling out there in the world and then also amongst, like people who serve at churches, that they kind of get thrown onto the bus. And a lot of people, they over-exaggerate on this as far as the way they talk about the church, but we've got to do better at this because it feels like sometimes we just go, oh, moral failure, boom, you're gone. Or, oh, you did this, oh, you did that, you're gone. And we have no love and we have no support and we have nothing like that. So, you know, when when it comes to getting to that place where somebody needs to be taken off the team, you know, I would say this. There, depending on the seriousness of the issue, obviously, there needs to be some sort of, there's a couple things, a track record, right? If there's a track record of, oh, we've done this two, three, four times, you know, depending again on the seriousness, then we know that we've got to deal with this and we've got to be serious about it. <clears throat> also depends on the way they respond when you talk to them right because you're going to have that conversation the first time you hear they do something that they shouldn't have done you're going to bring them in you're going to say hey let's talk about this and you're going to confront them in love and you're going to say look you know we can't we, we don't do that our standards are high you know we're believers in christ the holy spirit gives us strength to walk in purity and holiness so talk to me about what you did all that stuff well man you learn a lot from somebody by the way they respond. And, yeah. you know, if they respond with humility, I'm like, you know what? You're totally right. I really messed up. And I'm yeah. so sorry. That tells you a lot right there. Now, they could be faking it. But, man, the guy's like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's just the way things go. And, you know, they, they got that defensive thing. Man, now you know you're in trouble. So the step I, I feel like that we miss sometimes is the part where we want to bring restoration. Right? Instead of just like booting them to the curb, we're like, dude, you're still on the team. But we don't feel like you're so many times when you take somebody off a team, it feels like a punishment. And 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 in some ways, you know, maybe that is true, but I don't look at it that way. I look at this as hey, you have a lot going on in your life, too much for you right now to be in leadership like that. In fact, we want to help you get free. We want to help you get yourself right. So we're gonna take away some of these responsibilities that might be clouding your judgment or or causing you stress and those types of things. We want, but we want to walk walk with you. In fact, if I'm taking a guy off or, or a female off the stage, off the team, I'm going to say I want you to to be right up front every Sunday. I want you to be lead I want you to be leading worship but from the congregation. Cuz what what they don't understand a lot of times is that oh well, this is my calling. Well, well no, look, you lead worship whether you're on the stage or whether you're off the stage. So right. that's that's a little bit, you know, we could dive into it more, but that's how I'm feeling about it.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. You know, there are um, relationships that happen outside of um, your worship uh, rehearsals, <laughs> um, uh, and the two that come to mind is uh, uh, certainly romantic relationships that can develop, uh, business relationships that can develop between two players on their team, and uh, so, and, and periodically, those kind of relationships can get in the way. Now you're not you're not uh, supervising people's love life. You're right. not supervising, you know, who they go into business with. However, it impacts you. Yeah. How do you deal with that if it starts to go sideways?
1: Yeah. Well, and it is challenging. You know, most of the time, if you're dealing with adults, you know, you try to keep hands-off policy. But like you said, there are times where it can go sideways or it can it can start to interfere with the overall vision of leading people in worship, right? That is our overall vision and everything. We want to filter everything through that. Say, okay, we are here to serve the congregation, serve the people so that they can have an encounter with God that we believe is going to change their life, right? So when that romantic relationship starts to get in the way of that or maybe in the way of the team dynamic i think that's what can happen a lot of times is there becomes this team dynamic problem because they move from hey we're just friends on a team to there being something more than that and so you know obviously you want to navigate this with care with love uh, there could be a moment where you need to call them in and say hey i've noticed that you guys have been hanging out a little bit more you know i think i would keep it pretty lighthearted. Part of this, I think, too, is making sure that you keep your eye on on the culture of your team, and you kind of you don't wait too long to deal with this stuff. And say, hey, I've noticed you got maybe you're just kind of able to have fun about it. And say, hey, I've noticed you guys have, uh," and then they can maybe fill in the gaps. Say, well, you know, actually, we did uh, go on a couple dates and stuff like that, and and you just kind of steer them and encourage them and say hey i love that you guys are hanging out that's amazing uh and then you know if there's some issues that well it feels like it's it's hurting the team dynamic then you can bring that up and say you know just be careful when you guys are at rehearsal that you're not too focused on each other and not focused on the whole team yep. things oh, like that's, that
0: that's good that's good well, I, you know, this is, you know, we could I'll probably take this thing about six different ways and all the challenges that uh, people face with it. Well, how would you summarize this, Jeff? What's the takeaway you you want the viewers and listeners to grab today? Yeah,
1: you know, I think the main thing is you have to, as a as a leader, you have to lean into these conversations. You know, so often worship leaders and lead pastors we we love ministry you know we want to sing we want to preach we want to be involved in doing all that stuff but we don't realize that the big element of leading a church is actually dealing with and loving people, supporting people. Uh, And I think that's such an important thing. So part of that is conflict resolution. Part of that is just engaging with people in their lives. You can't just sing the songs and kind of run over people. So I just really encourage you guys, love your people, and
0: then make, make time for those difficult conversations. Oh, that's so good, Jeff. That is so good. Thank you very much for taking time to hang out with us yep. uh, on this podcast today. Uh, I want to remind the uh, listeners and viewers again, the two uh, PDFs that are available to you, uh, the Worship uh, Leader's Guide to uh, Navigating Generational and Cultural Gaps. Just go to leaders.church slash gaps. And the other is um, the Leaders uh, wor- Worship Leader's Guide to Honoring Uh, the lead pastor. And that's very simple there too. Leaders.church slash honor. So it's slash gaps slash honor. So uh, you can find those in the show notes and uh, certainly feel free to bounce around to any of the other uh, uh, worship leadership uh, podcasts we're producing. And keep your eye peeled for, I'm telling you, when this course comes out, it's going every place. And um, I'm, I'm just telling you, I saw the content develop Every pastor, every lead pastor is going to want this. Every worship pastor is going to want this. So uh, keep your eye peeled and uh, we'll have it for you coming up in the next number of days. Again, Jeff, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank Make you. Make it a great one today. Appreciate it. Yeah.
1: You bet. Hey, Jonathan here real quick before you go. Everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the leaders.church membership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you'd like to do that, I want to invite you to go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.